This is a HeadGum Podcast. Hey guys, we're about to start this week's episode, but first we want to tell you about a very exciting thing coming up. We are going to be doing a Reddit AMA on Thursday, November 12th at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. What's an AMA, Angela? Well, Laura, I can tell you what it is. You can like, basically it's like having a live chat with us. It's like in real time, you submit any question that you want. It's not like our podcast where you, you know, we'll answer your question, but it might take a while. This we, is like, we email you guys back right yeah, away. But, but like this is happening in the moment. We just, we can like go back and forth like a banter. Yeah. AMA stands for ask me anything. So ask us anything. We Within are going reason. to, yeah, we, no, ask us <laughs> legit anything. We are going to tweet out that link when we have it. We'll put it on our Facebook. We'll even put it on Instagram. So find it there Thursday, November 12th, 3 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then. See you guys. Now let's start the show. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba, 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 ba. Welcome to the This Is Why You're Single podcast. I'm Laura Lane. And I'm Angela Sparrow. We are the co-writers of the upcoming book, This Is Why You're Single. comes out December 8th. Which is so soon. Very soon. Um, every week here on the podcast, we discuss a different reason why you're single. This week's reason is you're selling yourself short. Also on the lineup, we are talking about what's new in dating news. We're going to be talking about college virgins and the most successful pickup lines from women. We're also going to be diving into one of our listeners' Tinder mailboxes. That's very good. But first, mm-hmm. we want to welcome this week's guest, Chris Roberti. He is a funny guy. He's been on the hit web series, High Maintenance, Comedy Central's latest Snapchat web series. He's also starring in the show, A Cult of Relentless Positivity, at UCB Franklin in L.A. on November 6th. Chris, thanks for being on the show. I okay. am so happy to be here. We saw his show last night. It was great. Angela turned to me, I think about three minutes into the show yeah. and said, not this, even probably not even. like a minute in. I was like, this is says, the best thing I've seen at the pit. <laughs> she did Thank say you. that. It was did so you good. Um, change your mind after the next? Then at, when it was over, minutes. I was like, oh, I take it back. It was terrible. No, it was really great. It was oh, almost like performance mm-hmm. arty. It was, but in an, in a way that's enjoyable and like a that com- performance art sometimes is not. And yeah. like a, yeah. And like a still, comedics yeah i don't know right. well, how would you describe it i don't know I, it's the contents of my mind um kind of emptied out i started perf- like doing uh poetry in college and so i liked the performance part and then i was like oh i really want to do comedy um or at first i wanted to be an artist and then the artists i knew would say oh you should do comedy i was like oh you don't want me to be an artist and now that i'm in <laughs> comedy i think i'm sort of um more of a you're both i'm the other side a comedic (laughs) artist i like that straddling the world but thank you so much for coming it was really it was was great to see you guys it was very special oh thank you it's well i'll let you describe it but it's like it's really hard to describe i feel like that's kind of what's cool about it though we spent a long time afterwards like debating how we would describe the show I've spent some time. Do you have what if you had to? If I were well, to hire you, as my... uh, we well, we were. I said a little avant garde, and Laura said esoteric, and then both of our boyfriends looked at us, and then they defined like, the words for us. Yeah, and told us how dumb we were. No. <laughs> yeah, you've, you've been mansplained. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I do. Do you think it's kind of like this esoteric sketch show about what's going on yeah. in your mind? It's like somewhat of a parody of one of those like 
like a self-help self-help right. but it's not yeah at all that yeah. either yeah <laughs> yeah it's like i well, don't know it's just my, it's um, like it's an experience yeah i i mean i hope that it is it like i really think of it it's somehow it's like a magazine in my brain mm-hmm. and you you guys come yeah. along and see it I, I really don't know it's uh but it's been fun it's the first thing like this that i've done um and as writers i'm sure i spent a month just writing 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 and you know and then it's like mm-hmm. calling from that so well if you guys are in la on november 6th there is is that like the last that's the opportunity last schedule for now yeah yeah maybe for 2015 yeah okay. go to ucb franklin november 6th um, you're not single, but we no. had a couple questions for you. All right. Right. You're married. I am married. Good. Congratulations Happily married. on that. Thank you. Um, if you were single. To a wonderful woman. That wonderful I know. woman. Yeah. She's amazing. Yeah. Teaches yoga right downstairs. I mean, yeah. yeah. We go to yoga together. Um, so if you were single, what would you put in your Tinder bio? Man, <laughs> I, I like, I have, I think everyone has trouble talking about themselves. Yes. Um, and you have to hook them with like one sentence. You know what I've what I've written in my Twitter bio is mm-hmm. trying to stay limber. Oh, I, I like, like that. Which I think that's <laughs> pretty. I mean, physically it's true, and also emotionally and mentally, right. trying to be to go I along guess with it. In a weird way, Twitter bios are kind of like Tinder bios. You're like trying yeah. to like sell encapsulate who you are in yeah. a really short sentence and mm-hmm. sell yourself to other people. So they trying are... to be a little clever, but also like informative. Yeah, they are very similar. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't want to be like off putting, I think. Right. In terms of your cleverness. Mm-hmm. There's a, a fine right. line of cleverness and genuine genuinity. Sincerity. That would be an interesting thing to look at to see how many people have the same Tinder and Twitter bios. Hmm. We'll have to check that out. We'll get back to you on the next show. My my Twitter bio used to be, are we going to get food after this? That's which a I great think could, Tinder. Which I think could be good for Tinder, yeah. right? That's perfect. Yeah. What about, did you, were you ever on Tinder? Mine, no, I was never on Tinder. Tinder came out after I was locked down. Yeah. But my Twitter bio is like, I guess it would be kind of the same. It's like, what does it even say? It's like, curious. It's like NYC girl <laughs> from the OC, like journalist. <laughs> writer comedian yogi curious because i am that's like everything i do in life is like because i'm so curious about everything so that will have to stay those would not prohibit me from um you would write right oh thank you in the direction that means i like you (laughs) in the positive direction wonderful (laughs) um you're married like myself do you have a rule with your lady about like on-screen kissing (laughs) No, although I was in a movie and... Um, was it the one with Alana Glazer? Yeah. Yes. And so there's yeah. like, I mean, it's kissing, you know, there's yeah. like kind of heavy kissing. And the first time we saw, I saw it, I, I was at a screening and Rebecca was right next to me and I could, it was just like a tense moment. And afterwards she was like, just let me know that it's going to happen kind of. Before. Before she sees it, I think. I don't think I have oh. to say... You know, um, like before the filming, does she want to know like today? I mean, I go, no, I don't know. That's never come up. But I think mm-hmm. she was saying before that, before she sees it or if she didn't yeah. know, you know, that she's sitting in a room with a bunch of people. It's a weird thing. But generally, she helps me prepare, you know, sides and, or, you know, scripts. So she knows kind of what's mm-hmm. happening. 
Um, yeah. Nick was in a pilot with your good friend, Steve Soroka, yeah. and told me the night before that he was going to have to make out with two women. And this was like... Two after, women? Two. And this was after we had a rule, like, you don't really want to be an actor. And like, I don't think that's like... That like yeah. wasn't my goal, really. So I was like, okay, let's just say like no on-screen kissing because that's yeah. not like what we're trying... That's not what we do. Right. Uh, and then we wrote a and, book called This Is Why You're Single. And now. And a st- sketch show wherein we date lots of where people. The, yeah, then we ended up having to kiss people. But um, but before that, this was like a while ago, I was like, let's just like agree no on-screen kissing. And so then when he was going to be in Steve's thing, yeah. he, I think he was like terrified to tell me that he was going to have to kiss two people. So then he waited till the night before when I knew it'd be, he knew it'd be like too late for yeah. me to say no, you can't do it. And I, and I, ended up, I was fine with it. I don't care. It's, I know it's not romantic. And yeah. Maybe it was a little childish for me to even think, like, no on-screen kissing. But I don't know. It's a weird thing. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't put my foot down and say, no, you can't do it. But I would also be like, I'm extremely uncomfortable that this is happening. Yeah. But go ahead and do it. But then I had to do it for the first time for this, yeah. like, short. Mm-hmm. And that's going to be... I think, well, Angela's going to come. They're yeah. doing, it's going to be at the Nighthawk Festival. Oh, my God. Yeah. I love the Nighthawk. So we're going to get to go watch that on uh-huh. the big screen, and Nick's right. going to see me make out with With somebody. Alex, Alex Karpovsky. Yeah. Oh, my girls. God. Girls. But I was really nervous, and it yeah. was like, it wasn't like, it's not romantic in not any way, all. but this was the first person that I was going to be kissing in five years yeah. since Nick. You know, yeah. They're the only other person other than Nick. Were you worried about your performance? Totally. Yeah. Because, I mean, he makes out people all the time. On He knows what <laughs> really I was nilly. like. Well, in I was real like, life is, and on screen, I was like, is it, is it different than like real life kiss? And I guess it's really not. But then it felt, yeah, it was very. But He's then he the told me afterwards, he said, oh, I'm surprised you don't get cast for only kissing roles or he said something like that where basically like you did yeah. a good job he lives, have you seen him around he lives around here um I've, I, yeah I've seen him like a couple times on the yeah. show he's the nicest guy ever yeah he's cool the nicest made me feel very comfortable yeah. um <laughs> um oh so we next question alright we mentioned that your wife does yoga yes. teaches yoga mm-hmm. and Laura told me you do yoga with her yeah well, so we all go it, to we go to yoga class together. Yeah, a lot. a lot of times it's all three of us. That's awesome. Did you always do it, or did you get into it because of her? I resisted. I had done it like maybe three or four times in the early two thousands. Okay. At the dawn of <laughs> forever the yoga ago, um, and I liked it. I could feel that it. it you yeah. know, the next day I was just ruined. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, but I was more of a runner, mm-hmm. um, and so I resisted for a while. I was like, "Oh, this is Rebecca's thing. Maybe I would go once a week." And she was like. Going once a week is like running once a week. Yeah. It, mm-hmm. it doesn't help. It's never fun for you. Um, and then I started going to her classes. I can go to her classes for free as a guest, which mm-hmm. is a major benefit. Yeah. And then through that, I've slowly begun to like spread to other teachers. So I go, I do it and I do it at home. So I do it like four or five times a week. I love it. It's changed my life. If you're thinking about doing yoga, do mm-hmm. it, listener. Right. <laughs> that was the well, whole point Laura's of this been podcast. trying to sell me on it for a while. Are yeah, you, we just what, wanted what to your, uh, hang up to the yogi. We were life. actually we were talking about this last night too. I feel like I can't relax in a room full of people. But Laura mm. was explaining that the point is kind of like you to feed channel their energy. Energy that you know that that is some. I I think yoga has a problem getting newbies in mm-hmm. because of that. It's yeah. so, it's something so intimate. Like you're bending over and your right. face is potentially right up the ass of your ass. neighbor. There but has- you're also very, it's a very personal thing, right. you know, on your mat. Yeah. And well, I think it would be nice to somehow 
negotiate that. The only way to do it is just do it, I think. Yeah. Beginners are always like, people are looking at me and they know that I suck. And I'm like, no, yeah. it's the, the beginners are looking at everyone around them. Yeah. If you're right. actually really good at yoga and advanced, you're so interior in the mo- and in the moment that you're not, you don't even know what's going on around you. Yeah. There has been a couple times uh, actually at that yoga studio, there was one girl whose pants were totally ripped up the butt. Like her <laughs> just butt crack was in my face. I was like, how can she not feel the air? Right. And then it wasn't until the very end of class, the person next to her was like, your pants and it, and then she was like, "Oh my, oh my god!" god. <laughs> but it was like literally her whole butt was out. So yeah, weird things can happen like that. Yeah. But um, I just read a terrible, <laughs> terrible article. <laughs> I don't know why I just told you that story. No, to be horrible. To I felt really, really bad for that girl. Yeah, no. But to, also, I was the only one that was behind her in the row. I was, okay. the, I was in the last. She was in the second last row. I was, I was the only person in the last row, and uh, so luckily, I was like, okay. It's right. only me seeing the butt. Crack. But you were looking at her butt crack. No, I, I really tried. Well, that was. I, but then for the rest you, of the class, I didn't pay attention. If a butt crack emerges in yoga, I don't care if you're the Dalai Lama. You're gonna look. Yeah, I guess so. But then I felt like, like I was being rude to look at the crack. So then I really yeah. made an effort to not the rest of class. The point. Why? What does this have to do with relationships? Where we were going with this? Yeah. that we didn't finish. Was uh, we got off on a yoga tangent? Yeah. Uh, well. I guess yoga you ended up doing because you want to, but is there anything you do for love that you don't want to? Was that, that yeah. was where you were going oh, with that's that? Good. Acti- stuff that your wife likes to do that that you begrudgingly do with her. I We were just talking about this right before I came. Right. I She teaches early in the morning. I go out late at night in the comedy world. It's like sort of mm-hmm. opposite ends of things. Um if it were up to me, I think I would go out every night. Just I just like to chat it up and hang out after a show. And so that's something. Some days I know I just if, if I finish a show, I just leave the theater without um, even opening myself up to talk to anyone. Mm-hmm. Because that's it's like once oh, you start, yeah. you're, you're like sucked in. Um, so that's something I've. That's sweet. That's really sweet. Yeah. You want to. Yeah. Want to cuddle her at night? Yeah. Um, and the other thing I think is um, sort of keeping a neat house. Mm. <laughs> That's a, I have my level of of neatness, um, and it's not the same as hers. Mm-hmm. So I try to. Also, she is the breadwinner, <laughs> so I, I want to feel like I am not too much of a load right. on her. So I try to keep it clean if I can. I I struggle with that. I'm the messy one in my relationship. Mm. My my quote level of neatness is yeah. a, a sink full of dishes. <laughs> um, I hired a maid, <laughs> so that neither of us have to right. deal with it. It, it nice. uh, really helped our relationship. A, was there who who would have been the messier? Um, of the two, he's not really messy, but when he when he had his art studio in our apartment, yeah. it was like he lived and worked here. So if I cleaned on sunday all day and made the place spotless it's just going to be lived in the next day but then you come home and there's like dishes everywhere and the stuff that you put away is out and then you just get like immediately frustrated but now there's no resentment because i'm not even the one that did the cleaning nice and um it's great all right we are going to talk we're going to move on and talk about what is in the news angela what have you been reading lately in the news? I actually read a great New York mag piece about college virgins. And it struck me 
struck Why? me right in the heart because I was a college virgin. Oh my god! I know. Does that mean a virgin when you enter college and when you leave? College. Oh, I know. But apparently, I'm not in the minority. That's and it's not so this shocking. Is, I I loved this article because they interviewed a bunch of girls who were totally normal. They were not like. Not to say that if you're religious, you're not normal, but they're, they're re- <laughs> they were not like overly religious. They were not prudes. They were not like awkward nerds. They were just like, we don't expect that the person that we're going to have sex with for the first time is going to be somebody that we're in love with or in a relationship with. But we just expect that they're going to be like nice and respectful. And somehow that opportunity has not emerged yet. Shocking also. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. So a lot of people like. They're, they called it the college versions of the silent mi- majority. What else, what else did you learn? Um, I learned here. I have some statistics. Oh, you yeah. and your statistics. I love it. You really statistic. do your research when you read your news stories. So the, well, actually the other, the person that wrote the article Provided um, the did the research and then I wrote them down on a piece of paper. All right. That's but counts as something. So there was a survey from the online college social life website. I don't oh know. yeah. I'm a member. Uh, Are you guys yeah. a Very legit. That website. Um, they polled 24,000 students, 20% graduated virgins, which actually isn't that high, but it's, I think it's higher than you would think. Yeah. Graduating. So you graduate when you're 21, 22, 21, 21, 22. I wasn't 22. I wasn't that old. I was 21. All right. Um, okay. So 20. All right. That's not, that's actually not that shocking because yeah, if somebody's a virgin when they're 21, that's not like 40 year old virgin here. Right. Although, but you start to, I mean, like, you can be, like, 21 and be, like, I'm going to be a 40-year-old virgin. Because, like, you get, like, and the article talked about this, too. Like, you get a phone call from your friend that, like, one by one, they, like, lose their virginity. And you're, like, well, that friend's dead to me. I'm alone. I'm alone. Did you do that when when you lost your virginity? Did you announce it to your peer group? Yes. Well, in my little friend group, it, it got down to the point where it felt like it was, like, a race. Like, I feel like nobody... Nobody wanted to be the first and nobody wanted to be the last yeah. because the first everybody's like, oh, look at that. A hoochie mama. And then the last <laughs> is like, nice. the last is like, oh, look at that 40 year old virgin. Uh, so, so you're kind of screwed. No you're like perfect if you're right in the middle. Yeah. I was trying to think if it's different for boys. I think it's I think similar. It is. I don't know. I mean, it's, I it's probably harder it for people. boys. I mean, if you're like a virgin later in life. Yeah. That's harder to explain as a man. I think. What do you think? Um. I guess so. <laughs> I can't. I mean, it would be interesting to have to like talk to someone. Let's say you're 28 and dating. Right. By the way, I've never had sex. Yeah, and I yeah, think that'd we, be interesting. If you're like, yeah, if I guess it'd be more difficult to explain it to the person that you're currently dating. But yeah. but then like after that, your future future girlfriends to explain. Oh, I lost my virginity when I was like 27. Right. I'd be like, no, okay, whatever. But because you're not, I think it'd be more awkward if you're losing it to the person. How many, how many first did, did you take, how many virginities did you take? How many virginities did I take? (laughs) None that I'm aware of. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I don't don't think think me either. How about you? Just one. I was the first, but we were both. Our first oh, see, that's probably the, that's see, ideal yeah. There's no, there's like less. Pre- I mean, there's a different kind of pressure in that. But scenario, it's like you're in this together. Yeah. yeah, that's a great. That's probably the best scenario. Just, there's like not a lot of sex educate. It's all like oral history. Yeah. Um, which I guess is a pun. Yeah, I thought you were um, going somewhere else with that. No, but it's like oh, the bases. Yeah. Right. The and then it's like okay, no one is telling you there should be a college just for sex. There should be that they ease you into it. 
Maybe they make you have partners that you never would think you'd have. <laughs> yeah. That'd be interesting. Expand your horizons. Yeah. And My then... situation was not a good one. I mean, it wasn't yeah. bad, but it was just too, I was too young. I was in high school. Um, all right. Let's lighten the mood. I'm going to tell yeah, you about Yeah, yours is my... later. Okay. <laughs> this is a story that I was reading in Cosmo. Sexy. <laughs> you love our sound cues, don't you? I really do. I never know uh, Anytime happen. we say the word Cosmo. <laughs> sexy. We play that sound cue. Because Cosmo's sexy. Cosmo's very, very sexy. sexy. Yeah. Cosmo's Alex McCammon, one of the writers there, asked women for their most successful pickup lines, and here are a few gems that were in her article. I want to get your opinion on them. All right. Pickup line number one. I once told a guy I'd go home with him if he could name all the members of the Backstreet Boys, and it worked. I kind of like that because guys like a challenge in general. They like to feel like they can fight for a woman, and in this case... This is kind of like a nice kind of trick of the brain because she's basically saying, like, I'm interested in you. I want to go out with you. You don't have to fight for me or, you know, whatever. Back to the whole, like, animal instinct of, like, needing to chase something. But it's still kind of giving you a challenge. Yeah. You got to name the members of the Backstreet Boys. I I think that's, like... That is smart. It's like a weird psychological trick, I think. I instantly started to try to think of the Backstreet Boys. Can you do it? Would you have been able to go out with this girl? Let me get... Let me see. Well, I was going to say... Jay Chasez, Chasez. Before you before you go into them, do do either of us know the members of the Backstreet Boys? I think I get them mixed up. Were there five of them? Oh, all right. Lance Bass is definitely a Backstreet Boy, and so is Joe Fatone. No, (laughs) they're all. I think they're all in sync. Lance in sync. Yeah, maybe that's it. Backstreet Boys. I was more of a Spice Girls fan myself. Wait, I want I want you to try. Okay, try the rest. We're not going to know the answer, but well. I've been naming NSYNC. Yeah. Wait, wait, I, I, I know the J, J Cha, Cha, JC Chavez. Chavez. Yeah. Cesar Chavez? Cesar Chavez. <laughs> um, Lance Bass, Joey Fatone, J, Justin Timberlake. Justin Timberlake. Which, all which one was, was the one with, there's, there's the, cor- a which was the, one with the, the dreads and the cornrows? Or the cornrows. Is that Backstreet Boys? Well, it was kind of like a buns, like a, like a, like like a an fruit explosion, explosion of beads. <laughs> yeah. Out of his head. That's an NSYNCer? I think I he know. was NSYNC. There, somewhere there's like a Backstreet Boys fan listening to this podcast, like pulling their hair yeah. out, being yeah. like, you guys are so stupid. You guys are idiots. Um, all, right. I, all I know is Brian from Backstreet Boys. Oh, and uh, Brian Nick, Nick Carter. Brian, Brian Luttrell. Nick, Nick, Nick Carter. Nick- he's in O-Town. No, no he's 98 degrees. <laughs> 98 degrees. That much I know. I don't know the other two, but I know. Yeah. Well, no, there's, there was another Lachey. Whatever. They're both in 98 degrees. All right. Let's go, I'm gonna pick up line number two. I, but I will say I think that's a good instantly. It's a good yeah, icebreaker. Yeah, it got us all talking. Yeah, true. <laughs> Dad, that's a great one. And we're all at Laura's home. Right. Yeah. We've been picked so, up and brought back. So natural. When traveling in Europe, my friend and I would go up to guys and ask them to take our photo. The guys would start a conversation with us every time, so it was pretty effective. Braggart. This is saying, look how not only was I rich enough to own a camera <laughs> and go to Europe, but I've also gone to Europe. Right. I guess so. That's yeah. an in. I don't remember, like, whenever I would ask a guy to take our photo, I don't remember it ever turning into a conversation. Hmm. Well, it's usually a conversation about, like, oh, no, you have to hit that button on my phone. Oh, sorry, my phone is weird. And then, like, can you do another one where we're funny? <laughs> we're going to do a funny pose. Yeah. Right. And then, and then the by the end, he's annoyed town. at you, and he doesn't want to go out with you. Yeah. Well, maybe you're doing it wrong. Maybe, I mean, because yeah. it seems like you really wanted a photographer. I actually wanted the good photo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I wasn't using it but as a pickup line. if your agenda was like, oh, what's a good 
place to eat to buy right. a churro. That's right. true. It's yeah, a secret. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I give that one high marks too. High marks. <laughs> wow, you're very complimentary of these. Okay, pick up line number three. Have you ever read Doctor Seuss? Because green eggs and damn. Uh, I like that one in theory. I don't think I'd really do it. <laughs> um, I saw one. Some someone was like something about a beaver. <laughs> damn! So it was the it was the same joke. Oh, like beaver like, damn! Um, were your parents a de- were your parents beavers? Because damn, <laughs> oh, I, I think like, that's a better. I one. like that one a lot better. This one I, like I'd, I wouldn't like. I wouldn't even know what to talk about. And, it's, right. and I would say it's green eggs and ham. Right. Yeah. You'd correct. Yeah. You'd correct. Part of me, darling. And mansplain. <laughs> um, okay. Here's what another girl did. Sometimes I'll ask if their name is John and then say, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I thought you were someone I went to middle school with. I guess that's for somebody that just really needs a excuse yeah. to talk to somebody. That's not so much a pickup line as it is. I need an excuse to initiate right. some kind of conversation. Well, this Near Union Square, there's a pickup artist school. Really? And my friend From Leah, the game? Like- similar to that sort of thing, wow. mystery method. My friend Leah, on two separate occasions, separated by maybe a year or more, a guy came up to her and said, I know you from um, middle or from elementary school. You, you were terrified of horses, weren't you? <laughs> That's so specific. And, and she was like, no. Like, and so instantly... She feels crazy. Right. And he's like, no, I know you are. You really had a bad experience with horses, something like that. And it works on a few levels because it gets you talking about horses, which I guess <laughs> is a sexy animal. Everyone but also has an opinion on put them horses. on your heels and then you're talking. And the same exact sort of setup happened to her years <gasps> wow. later. Both. So I don't like that because it's founded on a lie. Mm. Yeah. yeah. So I would say best not to do that. In college, a pickup artist came up to me and just coincidentally, I mean, maybe I guess other quote unquote pickup artists had tried lines on me, but I didn't recognize mm-hmm. them. But I had just finished re- reading Neil Strauss's book, The Game. Uh-huh. So I, I had you finished knew. it maybe a week ago and he came up to me and I can't remember exactly what it was, but I think it was something like pick a number or at a party. He's like, pick a number one through 10. It, it was some kind of like, yeah, like magic-y, like whatever brain trick thingy. And, uh. And I looked at him, I said, are, are you a pickup artist? Like, have you read The Game by Neil Strauss? And he just could not believe I had called him out. That he, And he said, yes. And then he, but that didn't deter him. He, yeah. that now I was like a bigger challenge. It, it was very bizarre. Why did you read it? To, know, to see what was up? I bought it for my brother and, um, and he like flew through it in like three days. And yeah, yeah I think I was just really interested in it all these men were talking about it and reading it. Um, I really enjoyed it. Like I know a lot of people, it's misogynistic, blah, blah, blah. But I think it's more, I mean, you could take whatever you want and just ignore the aspects of it that are whatever. I think a lot of guys read it and then ran with it in a misogynistic direction. Right. But what I took from it was like the more like, like as a sociology kind of lesson that when you go up to somebody, be just be interesting. Don't, don't ask them, you know, there's all these weird things like there's like the peacocking, which, you know, dress and, you know, dress crazy and wear something crazy. Uh, I haven't read it in years, so if I'm butchering it, I apologize. But uh, but it's all these different tricks of what you should say when yeah. you go up to somebody and uh, whether it's like magic tricks or like weird statistics or the point is, is don't go up to someone and say, how are you doing? The point yeah. is, I think, is be interesting. Wear something crazy. You don't have to fit the norm. Don't be don't be boring is kind yeah. of what I took away from it. 
I think that's good. I read the, I read the mystery method. My friend gave me oh. that book because I was looking to, I was like single and you know. What did you take away from that book? Yeah. Same thing. Be interesting. Have lead an interesting life. Yes. All right. Thank you. And then you know you people are diss it when I say that I'm like a fan <laughs> of the book and 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 I know Neil Strauss like he's a great guy. Yeah. But I'm like no, it's just be interesting. That's Again, what I took away. Again, if you're lying, like um, Ali from the pit always says. Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader had the same skill set. So you can use this for good or for evil. (laughs) Ultimately, I guess you want a connection, um, Mm -hmm. whether it's for ill or manipulating. But I think that's a nice way. You know, it's like nice to – because I know I have anxiety. So if there are ways to sort of overcome that and then have a good – relationship from that your intentions were pure though support which is good i love that Mm -hmm. all right it's time to move on to our mailbox angela what's in the mailbox oh we have some tinder gems yes sent to us by hannah hey hannah hey hannah and guys if you want to send us any messages you've received from guys from girls on Mm -hmm. line in a text message you can block out their name we don't care we're not trying to embarrass anybody here they can be funny they can be embarrassing whatever we love to read them uh send them to us at contact at this is why you're single show.com um and we'll um we just like seeing them because they're a lot of fun yeah we like to talk about them on the podcast, but also they just make us laugh. So keep sending them, please. Thank yeah. you. Um, so now we have Chris here this week, a yes. man. Yeah, and, ish. <laughs> yes. And we would like to get your male perspective. And okay. maybe you can tell us what these guys could have done differently All in right. their approach. Okay. All right. So the first message she got was, um, well, actually, I'm not going to read their names. She gave us their names, but we'll keep their an- anonymity. Um, she gave us their full name? She gives their name and their age. First name and age. First name's fine. Yeah. All right. First name's All right. fine. Come on. All right. Michael, who's 20 years old. Don't come find us, Michael. He wrote, hey, want to fuck in my shower? Nobody is home so we can be loud. That was the first message? That was his first message okay. to her. All right. You got a big task ahead of you, Chris. Yeah. Yeah. What should he have said <laughs> other than fucking in her shower? You know, I my hat is off to Michael <laughs> yeah. for his um, swagger, his boldness. Boldness. I mean, um, yeah, maybe not swagger so if, if because I don't think she answered. <laughs> I guess so. That would be so. I think. I feel like if you have, if you have legit swagger, swag, you will take home the prize. It's a lot to <laughs> fuck in a shower uh, right out of the gate. Yeah, and also knowing that there's a time crunch that someone might be home soon <laughs> because when you're in the shower, you never know. Right. I mean, that's why they're so scary. You got to leave the door open sometimes. So you can yeah. hear the front door open. And then what? Now we have to like oh, towel right. off. And yeah. who's this, Michael? It's already slippery. It's a high stakes situation. It's a girl I met, Mom. <laughs> um, I'd like you to meet this nice girl, Hannah. Right. It's very clean. So I think my advice to Michael. This is what I'm doing. <laughs> yes. yes. Giving it how I would have changed it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously he wanted to fuck. So I mean, I. <laughs> so you think otherwise he, right he would have been lying? I guess. Okay. Um, that's fine. But that's, I think yeah, Chris said, is all about the truth. I, yeah, I'm truth. finding that the, the truth is pretty good. Yeah. Eventually, maybe he'll find somebody that's that does want to fuck in the shower, and that's like, wow, I like great your finally, forwardness. Yeah, let's get cut to the chase. I want to be, you know, I want to fuck in someone else's <laughs> shower where their parents are probably on the way home from work. <laughs> that's exciting. That's thrilling. That thrills to them. me. Right. But I think um, maybe he could have also said, "I think you're great." 
right. give a compliment. <laughs> yeah, that would have like, been lead nice. with that and then like yeah. ease into the. Say if you could shower. name all five members of <laughs> yeah. the Fellowship of the Ring, <laughs> yeah. you could fuck in my shower before mom and dad get home from then church. I like that. Her. Yeah. Yeah. All so right. That's my advice to Michael. Okay. Next up, we got James, who's 23 years old. All right. He said, Hey, why are you on Tinder? I'm looking for a long term exclusive booty call, like friends with benefits with emphasis on the cuddling and kinky playtime. He packed a lot of information. He really did. <laughs> into that's, that one. That's an interesting one because it's just so specific. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like the fucking in the shower guy is almost trying to get your attention, you know? Right. Like, maybe oh, yeah. he's not that serious. But this guy... He's pretty... I think this guy's serious. I think this is, like, genuine. Mm-hmm. Also, yeah. Yeah. So he said, hi, why are you on Twitter? Tinder. Tinder. <laughs> That'd be a great thing. Why are you on Twitter? Why are you... What are you doing on here? Um, And it's all just... Is it written, like, just in a run-on sentence? No, he did use punctuation. Okay. I'll give him that, because nice. sometimes they don't. Um... <laughs> I, he, he spelled out full words. Yeah. That's a plus. It was a little Did, misdirection because he said long term and I was like, wait, this is yeah. going to a nice place. And then he wants to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I, I guess I got to support that, too. What's his name? Yeah. Jeff. James. James. Um, what did Hannah reply to, to this guy? I don't think she replied to any of these. I don't think okay. Hannah replied to any of these. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It really does seem like I need someone to jerk off into. <laughs> You know, that's what you're basically right. asking for. Like, I don't want to commit to a relationship. I want to use you for your body. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't feel right, I guess. Although I've had some relationships like that, but never through Tinder. Right. They probably weren't initiated yeah, in that way. Organically manifested. Right. And, you know. and I think that's that's the issue. Yeah, yeah. that's different. These things got to happen organically. I think that's also the thrill of a relationship that mm-hmm. it is. It could be anything. What is it? There's a lot of nice time thinking. Yeah. Let's define. Let's DTF. Right. The relationships DTR, like that can be her. nice. Like sometimes that's really all each person needs. Sometimes the woman just right. really wants like yeah. a friend that's you keep your distance from them. But then when you both are kind of feeling right feeling i don't know but the excitement is gone when you like spell it yeah. out right there right it's, it's like i'm not a hooker like yeah. you're not like dialing me up right yeah me, like, those things order. have to happen it seems almost, if this guy could have a robot he could fuck he would right that's yes. what he's waiting for yes and so, maybe one day jeff i don't think we're that far james? away james 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 swipe left yeah <laughs> okay so full disclosure i really like this next one it's from a guy named slick he was 23. Great name off the bat. Slick. Um, Slick wrote. <laughs> Slick writes. Hannah Puss. Sup, Hannah. Sorry, I have dyslexia. So like, he spelled. Oh, sup. And her, Hannah is spelled the same way. That's funny. Why, That's a why does he say he has dyslexia? Because nothing is spelled backwards. Puss. Puss. Is sup. Oh. And he rearranged the words. Puss, Hannah. Sorry, it took me a second to get that joke. Okay, pus and then sup. P-U-S-S-U-P. I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha, guys. You know, that that seems like a line, but mm-hmm. you it would only work on like Anna or right. Hannah or mom. Yeah. So only So you put a little thought into yeah. it. Yeah, that's fun. That's a fun one. Yeah. But it would have gone over your head maybe. <laughs> yeah, because I'm not that Well, smart. if you would have done it on you, it would have been like or or. Your name backwards oral. is Oral. Oral. <laughs> so oral. that would not have worked. Well, it wouldn't have worked on me, so that's yeah. good. Oral pus. Slick, you like that, Angela? But maybe that's if I, my name was Hannah, I would have gotten it because I maybe would have earlier realized that, oh, spelling my name backwards and frontwards 
is yeah. the same. So maybe she's used to jokes like right. That. <laughs> she's like, oh, good one, slick. Like I haven't heard that before, slick. Yeah. So do you like Laura? Do you like the name Slick? Is that a <laughs> no? No way. No, do you I'm like not it? A fan. It's a, if he's a cowboy, then yes, because that's like a great cowboy name. <laughs> what? <laughs> what cowboys this have been reaching out to you on Tinder? Um, it would. It would really. It's all about. Con- I would have to see what yeah. he looks like if I'm like that guy. And I like I he mean, doesn't really look like a slick. There's no mention of make out. It's just like it's no. a nice little entry. So yeah. slick, if that is his real name, <laughs> I I like it. If it's not, don't do it. Yeah, don't lie about your name. This next guy looks like he read the game. He's negging. Yes, right Hannah. out of the bat. Yeah, right out of the bat. Right out of the box. Michael, another Michael. Michael twenty. Maybe it's the same guy. He wrote, "Your university sucks." Where'd she go? She I didn't don't know. Say. Maybe. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe it does. does. <laughs> um, that's it. Yeah, that was his opening that line was, before he even said it. hello. You got to give something more. It's so easy to roast and snipe in this world. Yes. You got to give a little bit of yourself. And I think sup, Hannah, puss. <laughs> and is, then fo- maybe followed by. And I also think that guy that was basically saying, I just want, a, mm-hmm. you know, a fuck buddy. That is also bearing yourself. I think there's, yeah. that's an important part to show yourself in what you're giving. You're so much more complimentary than I yeah. ever expected. Uh but I, I agree. you have a good rationalization for all right. of it. Well, so I'm totally buying it. We're all just little babies <laughs> trying to live in this world. And, that is and true. now we have Tinder and we're trying to like get, make a connection or whatever. And so I try to extend the idea that even though this is somewhat fuck in the shower nonsense, right. at the heart of it is a small guy named Mike in the shower. trying to exist. Jerking right. off, hoping yeah. that maybe... <laughs> Maybe mom and dad won't come home for the next 20 minutes. And somebody will join him. Yeah. And I think it'll happen for him. He just has to say, like, hello, how are you? Yeah, first. just a little yeah, bit more. Yeah, and, like, the university sucks thing. I get where you're going with it. I went to USC, so if I, whenever <laughs> I met a guy from UCLA, they'd always make a similar joke to that. It was yeah. just had a little bit more to it. It was like, yeah, oh, you go to USC. Oh, that sucks. Like, But I, I think I'll still talk to you or whatever. Yeah. You, kind of like a similar neg. It just right. wasn't. Your university sucks, and I think, period. I'd like to think that if these people were to be married, like at some somewhere uh, during the wedding, they would have a table with all their pictures together, yeah. and they would also have printed out their first <laughs> Tinder messages. Yeah. And if one is yes. want to fuck in the shower, you can be loud, no one's home. That's shitty. Yeah. <laughs> but if the other is... <laughs> Depending on Puss your Hannah. Oh, well, I meant sup. I have dyslexia. That's charming that your right. grandma could look at. Yeah. Your university sucks. It's just kind of a dick. Bullshit. Yeah, also dick. not going to be framed at your wedding. Yeah. Right. Agreed. Okay, guys, if you want your listener questions answered in an upcoming episode, you can tweet us at your single show or email us at contact at this is why your single show.com. We read everything. Don't forget also to like and subscribe on, to this podcast on iTunes and Spreaker. Mm-hmm. Leave us uh, nice comments on iTunes. Please do. Maybe iTunes and what? Spreaker. Spreaker is what hosts our podcast. Oh, cool. Yeah. They're wonderful. They're Great really work, nice. Spreaker. Yeah. Thanks, Spreaker. Um, yeah. People are probably like, what is Spreaker? We probably should have said. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. We are going to dive in to our reason of the week. Angela, let's talk about this week's reason. Okay. So this week's reason is you're selling yourself short. This is a great one for Chris Roberti because he is just the cult of positivity. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not, selling not yourself today. short is when you there's a fine line between having too big of an ego mm-hmm. between and also 
being really confident and yeah. proud of your accomplishments. And I think it's something that all of us struggle with, not wanting yeah. to sound braggy uh, yeah. and sound like you come across as like this pompous, egotistical person. But you also want to come across as very confident when you right. meet anybody, especially a person yeah. that you're interested in. What, how do you think that, uh, yeah, do you, do you find that hard? Yes. Um, I think it's very hard to talk, again, to talk, talk, talk about yourself um, in that way, like to mm -hmm. sell yourself. Um, I think my instinct, it's less so now with people I'm trying to pick up, obviously. <laughs> but if I meet someone I really respect, a celebrity or just a celebrity to me, mm -hmm. I try to instantly talk about something other than that, if that makes sense. Other if than I'm, yourself? Yeah. Or something that we could, a point that we could share in common. Yeah. And then just interact as humans and then get around to it. Mm, that's mm -hmm. smart. And so like first like, find that common thing that you guys connect over. Yeah. And then you kind of. And then, it, and, and I think the other half is, this is goes back to leading an interesting life, which means like what you like and have interests and, you know, don't, I think don't look at yourself as well. What will other people think? Right. So right. part of it is taking care of your own thing. And then knowing that, well, in this conversation, eventually we'll get around to something cool that I've done or a thought I have. Rather than selling, right? I think that's the issue. Maybe you're not selling yourself at all. Mm. So it's like, I'm selling myself short. I'm selling myself over. Don't sell yourself. Mm. Look to connect in a shower <laughs> with Michael, 20. Um, yeah, I really like that because, mm -hmm. yeah, I think we all want to try to connect with people. And sometimes when you, there's this instinct, especially when you meet somebody that you look up to, there's this instinct to want to prove that you're on their level. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. like talk to me, like me because uh, I've done cool things too, mm -hmm. but that comes across the opposite. A lot of right. the time it can come across as trying like, I don't know, like, like desperate. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's kind of like we show, don't tell, like don't tell somebody how awesome you are. Just show them through your fascinating conversation. Yeah. And I think I'm trying to think from the reverse. There are people I like just because I like them. You know, nothing mm -hmm. they could do would sell me on them right. or not. And maybe have faith that you emit that same thing to other people. So, again, we are not a product to be right. sold, although we live in a very consumerist culture. Um, we're like a weird nebula of thoughts and experiences and animal instinct. Mm -hmm. So just let that shine listener yeah. sprinkle sparkle that's beautiful sprinkle spreaker sprinkler. i thought you were telling them to sparkle which they, <laughs> should, also, yes, they should also sparkle. definitely sparkle they i love that song firework shine yeah the katie Katy Perry. Perry one yeah i once saw a little girl do like a weird ballet dance to it she she <laughs> unchoreographed <laughs> it was an impromptu thing um at like some um i don't know talent show and her mom was like at the foot of the stage, just like so happy. And the girl oh. was like, it was like really one of the best things I've ever seen. Oh, that sounds beautiful. Yeah. Why were we talking about that? Sparkle. Uh, because know. that I, girl was living her best she life. She was. Yeah. She was, she wasn't <laughs> selling herself and she was just purely in the moment. Yeah. So don't be a manipulator. Don't be a mastermind. I think yeah. my favorite line from your show last night was, uh, you were talking about zombies and mm. how, to, I don't know if this is related to selling yourself short and uh, being confident, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, you're talking about zombies and how you should feel some compassion for these zombies. Yes. Because yeah. think about what they've gone through. Definitely. First of all, and then you said, you started to explain uh, like all of the hardships right. zombies have they gone like through. They lose, they slowly lose everybody to disease to first. Disease, but you said. Uh, then they get bit. 
But you said first they they had to start uh, as a human. And I, we all suffer as humans. And then you said, I'm at my max. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was, like, for whatever reason, that killed me. That was my favorite yeah. line of the... Well, you know, I thought of that because the Walking Dead, every Walking Dead poster has the guy with a gun. Yeah. It's like, now we, we have to shoot these poor bastards? <laughs> <laughs> it isn't enough that they're zombies and have a yeah. terrible life? Um, but yeah, I think it's hard enough. Yeah, I think that brought me back to what you were saying earlier about how uh yeah we're all just trying to exist and do our best and talk about what we've done here yeah but we are also very aware we're three very aware individuals <laughs> so there are people out there who are are not aware and are maybe just uh sexual predators <laughs> that we have to be careful of on that <laughs> note <laughs> we are going to speaking of, speaking of that speaking of that we are going to break down this week's reason we are going to break down this week's reason of the week what we are going to do is we are going to tell you some things basically some scenarios some scenarios that of a person mm-hmm. who they maybe don't know how to sell their Okay. How to sell themselves. Right. We want you to give us the positive spin on these people's hard <laughs> sells. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right? Yeah. It's kind of similar to the game we played before with the Tinder messages, but these are these are um, people that might have some redeemable qualities. All right. We're going to find them. All right. We'll All figure right. it out. All right. The, uh, you want to read the these, first one? Yeah, are these viewer? Uh, no. No. These are, we made them up. Okay, yeah. great. Uh, we made them up. We're thinking, we're trying to think of, uh, basically like when you watch an infomercial, the product might be really shitty, right? But But how do we spin it? But by the, by the time you're, you're done watching it, you think you really need a carrot cutting flashlight laser pointer microwave. I had that with, um, brown, like brownies that you make like ice cubes. Yes. They're like pre-cut. I'm already sold. I didn't buy them, but it was a great <laughs> infomercial. Exactly. Now, these, yeah. these people aren't shitty. They're good people. They're good humans, but, uh, okay. but they don't whatever. know how to sell themselves. They don't know how to sell themselves. All right. This is bad sell number one. All right. I just got out of a very serious relationship, and I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm lost. I have baggage. Mm. I might not be capable of ever loving again. What would be a better sell? A better opening line. I'm wide open to new experiences, I think. Yeah. I think that, that is the angle. That... Um, yeah, you, I, I don't know. I would just say no, I agree open. with that. Wide open. Yeah. Ready for anything. Right. I like that. Okay. Solved. Next one. <laughs> Myth busted. Um, after college, I couldn't really decide what I wanted to do with my life, so I did nothing. I'm crashing with my parents for now and recently discovered vaping. <laughs> How would you sell that one? Even wider open. I, think. <laughs> so, um, I don't know. I think... If you just get out of college, you're pro- everybody wants to hang out with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's like true. Looking for the next chapter. Yeah. Oh, I like that. You're looking s- for the next yeah. chapter. Yeah. I'm Which optimistic is the same about as the wide future. open. Yeah. <laughs> if you if you really want a close read, but that would be. He could also be like, I'm a family man, really close with my parents. Yeah. Oh, you thought they, of that as right a man? I thought of that as a woman. And, uh, and he did. <laughs> well, I guess yeah. it could be either. Yeah. He either. recently discovered vaping, so I, I like trying new things. Adventurous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, bad sell number three. What do I like to do for fun? I don't really have a lot of interest. I'm kind of boring, I guess. I just watch a lot of Bravo reality TV. Mm. How are you going to sell that one? Um, I was watching Bravo in the hotel the other day, and it was about plastic surgery 
the botches that they fix. Oh, yeah. I watch a lot of Bravo TV. No real interest. Um, Jeez. This person probably should um, stay single forever. (laughs) And work on themselves. (laughs) Yeah, work. Oh, that's it. So, yeah, I would say I've. This is what if I were mm-hmm. if this person walked into a dating room and said that I would say just say I'm off the market for a while <laughs> I've got to work on myself yeah, yeah. I got I got to cultivate some interest yeah although in the meantime they could be like oh, I love pop culture I'm a I'm a study of pop culture oh study, yeah a, a, a student, student you mean I'm a student yeah I'm a student all right what's maybe ba- what's or bad cell number date. four bad cell number four. I've never had a job for more than three months, but I'm the highest level of the. Li- I'm at the highest level of the latest FIFA video game, and I can play that for like 14 hours straight without stopping. I like what I like. He's got stamina. <laughs> That's yeah. Yeah. When I when I'm interested in something, I pursue it as far as I can. Yes. So I think that's vision and um, discipline. I like that. I, I like that spin. That's uh, great. Well, that was all of our bad cells. <laughs> we hope that we have cleared up this week's reason for you. Um, Chris, that's the end of our podcast. My God, I had such a good time. I hope um, I hope you had a good time. We had the best time. You gave some great advice. You were very positive. I like, which is why you guys should see the cult of positivity. Relentless. Relentless cult of positivity. Relentless. 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 A cult of relentless positivity. Cult of relentless. Yes. Yeah. Cult of relentless positivity. In LA at UCB Franklin on November 6th. At 7 p.m. Yes. And make sure to follow him on Twitter at Chris Ruberti. Is there anything else that we should? And I do a shout out every weekday. That's that's actually where the show came from three years mm-hmm. ago. I, oh. I did a shout out and it got good. Like people liked it. I was like, oh, I'll just do a shout out every day. So yeah. that was sort of the, the beginning of it. On Twitter, you mean, right? Yeah. Yeah. Every, yes, every I, week, I like yeah. your shout out. Once a day, every weekday, I shout out. I love that. All right. So follow Chris. Catch his shout outs. That's it for this week. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you pre-order our book on Amazon yes. or Barnes & Noble, the wherever you prefer. Holidays. The holidays. Are- yes. It's, it's a sort of small book. It would fit in your average size stocking, I think, or under any menorah. Um, follow us on Instagram at This Is Why Your Single Book, on Twitter at Your Single Show, and find everything else on our website, thisiswhyyoursinglebook.com. And we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. This is why you're single. Ba 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 ba. That was a headgum podcast.